All right, everyone, barring any crazy trades, we are only one week away, which means this should be my final mock draft coming out before the NFL draft next Thursday. Let's get into today's episode. I share with you my picks. We'll see how they end up being. Let's get into it. All right, we are getting into the mock draft. This should be the last one of the year, barring a crazy trade before draft night. Remember, I don't like making trades until they happen. I don't think it makes sense putting the Titans at three and drafting a quarterback for them if they don't actually end up doing it. So don't move pieces. We'll just go through the draft, and then if there is a change, I will react to it and make a new updated version. To start things off, we will go through the picks that we've seen before, and I'll be a little shorter to it. So just... We all know Bryce Young is probably going one by now. The betting odds favorite, now at minus 1,200. That is a very, very likely option now at one. I think Bryce Young goes there. C.J. Stroud goes two. Now, if you are watching on draft night and thinking, hmm, C.J. Stroud didn't go two, don't expect the Texans to necessarily take a quarterback. Remember what Adam Schefter said in one of my recent episodes when I was talking about quarterbacks? He said he does not believe that four go in the first four picks. So I have Stroud here, but this might not be as much of a lock as people think. If they don't go with Stroud, I think they go with Will Anderson Jr. However, I look at a team that has Davis Mills, who will now be on his third coaching staff in three years. And I don't view him as a guy that, anyone's really thought as a long-term fit I think they need a new face of the team if I'm a Texans fan I'm not buying season tickets to watch Davis Mills again I'm not gonna do it if I own a suite and I you know have the nice suite in the stadium I don't want to watch Davis Mills anymore you have the new coach partner him up with the new quarterback next I have Tyree Wilson the edge out of Texas Tech going to the cards only reason I think the Cardinals could take Tyree Wilson over Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. I think Jalen Carter's off-field issues could ruffle some feathers of some teams. Not trying to make a pun with the Cardinals logo, but anyway. I think they go with Tyree Wilson here over Will Anderson too because I think Wilson is a more balanced overall edge. He can help out more in the run game, I think. I think he's a little bigger. The size is unteachable. I don't think he's the best prospect here, but I think he is a very safe pick for a team that just needs to find a hit right now. Next, I have Will Levis out of Kentucky going to the Colts. Again, I think that this has been one of my favorite fits for a while now. Most of my mock drafts have had Will Levis going to the Colts. I think this this is most likely the best fit for him here. And I would not be surprised draft night if this is his landing spot. Next, Will Anderson goes to the Seahawks. I don't know if this will be guaranteed to be a spot here. Again, this is not a very locked-in top five. Sometimes we kind of know where everyone's going to go. Right now, we don't know if the Texans, the Cardinals, the Seahawks, or the Lions will keep any of their picks or if they will trade up or trade out or if another team will. And so these are kind of educated guesses right now. But I think Will Anderson is too good to pass up outside of the top five. I would love it if draft night he's he's going to hold up a Lions jersey. I don't think that's going to happen, though, unfortunately. So it'll be Will Anderson going to Seattle. The only way I could say Will Anderson falls to six, uh, based on what I've done here, is when I've looked at the Seattle Seahawks 
positions on their defensive line, their edge rushers are a little younger than their tackles, their D tackles. So maybe they want to go for a younger D tackle and leave the edge rusher knowing that they have some younger ones available. Next, Devin Witherspoon goes to the Raiders. They kind of played their hand very poorly this offseason, signing two quarterbacks, making it look like they aren't going to get one. So this leads me to believe it is going to be best available player for them. A lot of positions have been drafted, edge, D-line, D-tackle, quarterback. I think it's a good thing for them to get a different position and get the best one of it. Devin Witherspoon could be the best prospect in the draft in the secondary. I think it is good for them to get it at seven here. I also have a corner going at eight, Christian Gonzalez to the Falcons. Even though I I know they, they got Jeffrey Okuda in a trade, However, I still think that they could still reinforce the secondary. Getting Christian Gonzalez, you already are missing out on some of the better edge rushers. So getting Gonzalez here is a good fit for Atlanta. I can also see them maybe going with an offensive lineman of some sort, but I have them taking Gonzalez here. I think he's a better coverage corner than Witherspoon, but I think Witherspoon is the overall better corner. I think he tackles in the run game better. I, I like his game a little more than Gonzalez. Next, I have Paris Johnson Jr. going to the Bears. Easy to say here. Protect Justin Fields and give him time in the pocket. That doesn't sound like a lot, but that is literally all they need. He was rushed so much last year. I think just getting him some protection is what he needs. At 10, I have Lucas Van Ness, the edge out of Iowa. I think he is a great fit for this team. Why? They have a lot of of veterans on the team, Brandon Graham, they have Fletcher Cox, even some older offensive linemen. I think these are vets that could help develop a new young edge rusher to take over the helm when they move on. Lucas Van Ness is still a very raw prospect. He was very young at Iowa, and that's why he wasn't starting. He was starting behind or playing behind to experienced players, some upperclassmen. But he comes out based on his traits and his abilities. I think Van Ness could be an absolute monster on this Eagles team in the future. He could be a guy that is an absolute cornerstone on a team. You know, once Fletcher Cox moves on, he could be the face of that defense after a lot of the names you know and love now have moved on when they're still trying to compete with Jalen Hurts. At 11, I have Anthony Richardson coming off the board. I don't believe in Malik Willis anymore, and I don't believe that the Titans feel that either. Unfortunate. I actually really liked Malik Willis' story, and I hope that he was going to be a good quarterback, but I don't believe, as of today, I don't think that's going to be the case. However, though, he might get some playing time partnered with Ryan Tannehill until the time is ready to hand it to Anthony Richardson. Again, Richardson is a very raw prospect. I think it is best to have him sit for now and develop behind some of these guys, and then eventually when he is ready, move on and give the reins to him. I think this is a good move for the Titans because, as you can see, a lot of the other AFC, uh, what is it, AFC South, that's what they are in. Yes, the AFC South. All of them, Houston got a quarterback, Indy got a quarterback, Jacksonville has a quarterback. I think they need to get theirs as well. Even if they're not ready yet, develop them. And then next, Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think this is the kind of fit you would like to see for Houston. I've talked about this before. You want to get safe 
targets for your young quarterback. We've seen what's happened with Tua when they get Jalen Hurts for him. Or not Jalen Hurts, Jalen Waddle. sorry. Jalen Waddle was teammates with Tua at Alabama. I think it was a great fit for them there. It transitions over here. Jalen Waddle's top 10 wide receiver in the NFL. I look at Jamar Chase. He was teammates with Joe Burrow. Both of them come on the same team there. But, you know, Jamar Chase is arguably a top five receiver in the NFL. I think that this, I don't know if Smith and Jigba is going to be that good off of the bat, but I think you could get a very good pick, a great weapon, probably the best one available here at 12 for a young quarterback. They have Dalton Schultz. They have John Mechie. They have Damian Pierce in the backfield. Adding Smith and Jigba to this, this is a solid-looking offensive unit now. I Peter Skoronsky going to the Jets. Easy say, easy say here. They have a defense. They have a run game. They have weapons, and they'll have Rodgers most likely. So get a tackle to protect him. Easy move there. Similar thing with the Patriots. Darnell Wright goes to the Patriots, a tackle out of Tennessee. Keep Mac Jones healthy and upright. He was pressured a lot this year. He's not a mobile guy. He's going to be a pocket presence. You need to keep that pocket protected. Going to 15. This is maybe a surprising pick for some, but I have Quinton Johnston going to the Packers, the TCU wide receiver. I like his game. I haven't liked it as much as um, Smith and Jigba's probably in the last couple months. I've just kind of shifted on it. But I think Quinton Johnston is one of the best 50-50 ball catchers left. I think he's a guy that could do very good for the Green Bay Packers. Now, some people might think tight end here, but I think Johnston is better than the tight end prospects available right now. And I will say this, for how many mock drafts I've seen with tight ends in them, like three or four tight ends in the first round, I think this is a very deep tight end class. So I don't think that you need to take a tight end at 15. I think you'd be able to get a very solid one second, third round. But when it comes to receivers, I don't believe so. I think this is a very weak class. So getting one of the best guys is important if you want one. Quinton Johnston here is a good 50-50 ball guy. I think he's a good yards after catch guy. It's something that the Packers need. Why? Well, they haven't been able to use any of their cap room to keep any of their free agent receivers or sign any new ones. And unless Aaron Rodgers is getting moved soon, I don't know how they're how else they're going to be able to get him. They're going to have a very young receiver core, but I think adding Quentin Johnston with Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, now you have a very respectable wide receiver core. It's still lacking experience. I, I think they're lacking a veteran name, but I think it is still a very good core. Nolan Smith out of Georgia goes next to the Commanders. I think this is a great fit for. Washington, they have Montez Sweat, they have Chase Young, and while both of them have had some injury concerns at healthy, at full health, they are a very great line and a great pass rush as well. Adding Nolan Smith, I think he's the closest thing to Will Anderson in this draft, a speedy freak athlete edge coming off the side that can just run over the quarterback. Adding him with Sweat and Chase, that is terrifying to offenses and I can't wait to see it so that is pick 16 we're going to do a quick pause make sure the recording safe go on to our next half and then we'll see how the second half of the picks turn out see you soon
Now, I know I don't like hearing it, so I'll try and keep it short when I'm listening to content. But if you would like to support this podcast, rating it, reviewing it, sharing it with other people, it very much helps push my content out in algorithms to new audiences as I try and grow my brand. So I would very much appreciate a like, a rate, a review, whatever could happen. Anything is appreciated, even a listen. That's what I appreciate most. So let's move on with the content today. All right, our second half of our mock draft. To start things off, the Steelers are picking Broderick Jones, the tackle out of Georgia. I know this isn't fun saying it, and I know you've heard me say it before, but again, protecting your quarterback is important. Look at teams that give up more sacks, give up more turnovers. When the quarterback is pressured, your chances of winning immediately go down. Who was the more pressured quarterback in the Super Bowl? Who had more sacks? Who fumbled the ball? It was Hurts. Their line did not play as good that day. So protecting their young quarterback in Pittsburgh is something that's very important for the Steelers. I think Broderick Jones is a great addition for the Steelers here. Going on to the Lions, Joey Porter Jr., the corner out of Penn State. He's not my favorite corner in this draft, but he is the best one available in my opinion. I think he goes to the Lions here. Yes, they did have Cam Sutton. Yes, they added Emmanuel Mosley. Yes, they added C.J. Gardner-Johnson. But they did move on from Jeff Okuda. Now, I think it would rub some people the wrong way if they drafted a corner in the first round with the sixth overall pick due to the huge Okuda mistake that they made. But at 18, they could kind of go with a luxury pick here, really make the secondary elite, have a guy that... Let's say you move on from Emmanuel Mosley and C.J. Gardner-Johnson after the season because they are on one-year deals after all. Now you have Joey Porter Jr. who can step in. He'll already get touches this year, and he can step in next year and be a very solid starter in the league. Next, at 19, I have Brian Brisset or Brian Brees, however you want to pronounce it, going to the Buccaneers. To start this season, if you told me that at 19 or 20, Brian Brees was going to be available out of Clemson. I would have said you're ridiculous, but due to some issues, just life issues, sister was um, battling a very deadly illness, I believe, for a while. I think she's still recovering from it, battling with some mental health issues, and then injury. It's going to be hard to want to play a child's game in football when you have a loved one that could be dying and you're battling injuries and you can't stay healthy on the field. However, though, this is a very you know, draft based on potential pick here. Brissette was probably picked to be a top five pick, top six pick until all of these kind of issues started surfacing. Now, I think the Buccaneers need to draft whatever is the best prospect available. And I think that is Brissette here. He's a guy that wouldn't have been available until these issues. And then they're not head case issues. Like he's a bad guy. It's life issues. We all go through those. So the fact that they're able to get him here at 19 is an absolute steal, in my opinion. I think he could anchor a defensive unit for their next kind of rebuild, their next look in the post-Brady era. Next, I have Kalijah Cansey, the defensive lineman out of Pittsburgh, going to the Seahawks. So they didn't pick Jalen Carter, uh, even though it's a little older, but I liked their fit with Kalijah Cansey here. The reason why he's a little smaller 
And the best way of saying it, he's kind of like a pass rusher in the middle of the line. Most defensive tackles are there to like stop the run or close off holes so the linebackers can get guys. But every once in a while, you have a guy that can get double-digit sacks up the middle, like an Indomitian Sue in his prime or um, Aaron Donald, something like that. And I, I'm not saying that he is going to be that. Uh, he's not going to be Aaron Donald. I know because he came from Pittsburgh, a lot of people are saying that, but I think his interior pass rush is something unique to this draft that not everyone has. I don't think that Brian Brees has that. I think his interior pass rushing could be better than Jalen Carter's. So at 20, I think it's a very good pick for Seattle. It's kind of a luxury pick here. They're reinforcing the defensive line, but getting edges and then having a guy up the middle they have to worry about too. That is a very scary thing for the Seahawks. Will Anderson and Cansey together would be disgusting, and I would love to see it. Next, Jordan Addison goes to the Chargers. I think they need a receiver. I think Keenan Allen's old, and I think Mike Williams is too injury-prone. They need another guy to throw to. Yes, Keenan Allen somehow is rated a star in Madden football every year. I don't know why they do that, but I know for a fact he is not a star anymore. He is very old. He cannot stay healthy. And even when he's playing, he does not have the impact that he once had. It is not 2016 anymore. Keenan Allen is not a star. So getting Jordan Addison, I also could see Bajan Robinson here knowing that uh, Eckler wants to move on from the Chargers. But I think as of right now, they go with a receiver and start moving on from some of the older weapons they have. Speaking of receivers, I have Zay Flowers going to the Ravens. So I haven't really talked about this because I think it's BS, but the Ravens uh, signed Odell Beckham Jr. And apparently it had come out that Lamar Jackson would be okay re-signing with the team if they brought in DeAndre Hopkins and Odell Beckham Jr. Now, whew, I would love to see that fall on its face, but... I don't think D-Hop should go there, nor do I think he would. I already think they overpaid for Odell Beckham Jr. at $15 million at a minimum. My Detroit Lions, our entire receiving core starting, Marvin Jones, Amon Ross St. Brown, who's a pro bowler last I checked, and a young promising star in Jamison Williams, all cost less than just Odell. A guy off of a torn ACL, over 30 who hasn't had a good season in four years. And now you want DeAndre Hopkins? No. I think they go with a receiver here. I think it's Zay Flowers. Next, I have the final quarterback coming off the board here. I've seen him creeping up into the first round, and this is where I think he could go. Hendon Hooker, the Tennessee project, coming into Minnesota. I think that they take him mainly because Kirk Cousins, even though... Uh, Hennon Hooker's the oldest quarterback prospect in this draft. Kirk Cousins is not young anymore. I think he's 34, which doesn't sound too old for a quarterback until you realize he's one of the oldest ones in the league. It There's not a lot of old quarterbacks anymore. It's Aaron Rodgers. Now Matthew Stafford. Now, you know, Russell Wilson. These are our old heads now. It breaks my heart because I remember when all of these guys were young and didn't have gray hair. And I had hope in my Lions then. <laughs> um, yeah, I think they go with Hendon Hooker here. I think you can sit him for a year behind Cousins, let him eat some of that cap room down because you did extend him uh, two years ago. I think it would be a good thing to have him sit for a year, develop under the system, then you can bring him as a starter next year. 
At 24, I have Jacksonville taking Miles Murphy, the edge out of Clemson. I think this is a great fit for Jacksonville. I think they need a good edge rusher that wouldn't hurt getting this guy. Again, he has a similar build, in my opinion, to a Nolan Smith or Will Anderson, that kind of athletic linebacker that can be a pass rusher. But he did not prove it much at Clemson. He didn't get a t- he wasn't, you know, a sack machine. But again, it's being drafted off of potential here. The Giants take a very luxury pick here, knowing that a lot of the receivers have been drafted off the board. They go with Brian Branch out of Alabama. They could use a safety, reinforce the defense. I think it is a great pick here. Brian Branch probably could be a top 10 prospect, but safety isn't usually the most desirable position in the first round. So they're getting a guy who could be a very good prospect at 25. I think that is a very good one. They're taking best player available here. Next at 26, the tech or the Texans, the Dallas Cowboys take Bajan Robinson. Yes, they have Tony Pollard, but I think Pollard and Robinson make one of the most dangerous running back groups in football. Honestly, I think it would be the most dangerous running back group. Pollard and Bajan, who I would not want to have to play against that. And I think that is very dangerous. I think that's more dangerous than Zeke and, and Tony Pollard last year. So I would love to see it. I don't think they'll yet necessarily use Tony Pollard as an every down back. So getting someone like Bajan, we all know Jerry Jones loves star power. Get the guy that's from Texas to play for your team and wear the star. You know you're going to sell a ton of Bajan Robinson jerseys. Next, the Bills take Deontay Banks. I think this is a great move for them. They need to reinforce their defense. I honestly worry about the Bills as a team that maybe has their window closed. This is a draft they really need to hit on because their players are starting to get older. Diggs is hitting 30. They really don't have another elite weapon to go with him. They don't run. I worry about the Bills being able to kind of be this Super Bowl favorite that everyone thinks. And I think they need to hit on a lot of draft picks. Getting the best available corner here I think is their best move. Next, Dalton Kincaid goes to the Bengals. Knowing that T. Higgins and Jamar Chase are due for big contracts, this year and next year, and they just lost Hayden Hurst in the free agency. I think they need to get an affordable guy, Dalton Kincaid, um, down the middle tight end. He could push the sticks with you know quick out routes. I like his ability a lot. I think they lose probably T. Higgins. It, I don't know how they would be able to keep a big three like that with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. I don't know how they'll be able to do it without – leaving holes on on their defense or their O-line, whatever the case might be. So I think getting a cheap replacement maybe for a T. Higgins, an in-the-middle tight end, Dalton Kincaid, I don't know if he'll put up the production like it, but at least he'll free up cap room that you could put in other places on your team. Three picks to go. I have Osiris Torrance, the guard from Florida, going to the Saints. The Saints have a very old team. And I think that they are trying to do a win-now push by signing Derek Carr. I think getting Osiris Torrance to reinforce the line could help maybe uh, rejuvenate this run game with Alvin Kamara, could help protect uh, um, Carr in the middle. I think it's a great move for the Saints. Again, they're probably just doing best player available. A lot of people think Osiris Torrance could be the best offensive lineman in the draft, but he projects to be more of a guard than a tackle on the side. So some people don't want to take him as high due to where he's projected to play. But I think a guard here is maybe a bit of a reach, but I think you're getting the best player at this position.
Two picks to go. I have the Eagles taking Emmanuel Forbes, corner from Mississippi State. I think that this is a great pick here due to the fact I think Darius Slay plays one more year with Philly. You're going to want to find a replacement for him. And again, yes, they signed the deal to extend Jalen Hurts, but that means you still have to work your cap room around his contract now. He's the highest paid player in the NFL, so getting a cheaper replacement corner that could eventually succeed Darius Slay in his older age I think this would be a great addition to the Eagles defense as they keep trying to keep it younger and keep rejuvenating it to keep runs going. Final pick in the draft, I have Will McDonald, the fourth, going to the Chiefs, an edge defensive lineman out of Iowa State. I think this is a great fit for them. They just need to keep getting pass rushers. They aren't going to be able to get a receiver here because a lot of the top receivers were taken. I would like to see them get one in the draft knowing that they did lose Juju Smith-Schuster. Maybe they could go with tight end later in the draft, not saying you got to move on from Kelsey. But remember those older Patriots teams that have Aaron Hernandez and Rob Gronkowski, pretty much two Pro Bowl level guys. I think that would be an amazing thing to have put together in uh, Kansas City if they wanted to go with like a Michael Mayer. That would be almost scary to see. Just a freakish, weird system that people are really going to have to look at the tape to beat. But I have them taking a safer pick in the edge rusher, Will McDonald, here. So that is my mock draft. I will be posting the visual of it uh, around the same time I will be posting this episode on Facebook. So keep an eye out for that. With that being said, that is the end of our Thursday episode. Enjoy your Thursday. Have a great rest of your day. See you.